everyone. My name is Josh Scroggins. I pastor New Beginnings Family. Just wanted to say thank you for joining our podcast and welcome. We hope the following message will be encouraging, will inspire you to grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you'd like to know more about us or would like to support our ministry financially, you can visit our website at www.nbfamily.net. And as always, for all you do to support us, thank you. God bless you and enjoy the message. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me today in our special Father's Day edition. Uh, There were four expectant fathers in a Minneapolis hospital waiting room while their wives were in labor. And this is back in the day where the fathers did not have to know how to breathe. They did not have to know uh, all, all uh, all of the coaching stuff. In fact, back in the day, they would just wait out in the room and wait to find out what they were having. And this is back in that day. Well, these four men were sitting there uh, talking amongst themselves when a nurse comes in and tells the first man, congratulations, you are the father of twins. What a coincidence. He says, I work for the Minnesota Twins baseball team. The nurse comes in a little bit later, tells the second man, you're the father of triplets. Congratulations. And he says, wow, what a coincidence. I work for 3M Corporation. A little bit later, the nurse comes back in and tells the third man that he uh, has, has uh, his wife has just given birth to quadruplets. Another coincidence, he says, I work at the Four Seasons Hotel. At this point, the fourth guy faints. When he comes to the other, ask, what's wrong? And he says, what's wrong? I work for 7-Up. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Um, I know we're a little bit late on Father's Day and... Uh, Well, that's just the way it works when you record the podcast a couple days after Sunday. But happy Father's Day anywhere. Anyway, belated Father's Day to all of you fathers. Um, Today, we are going to honor those that we call fathers. And let me just say from the outset, fatherhood is more than a biological status. It's a calling. It's a weight of responsibility. It's a spiritual office that men were specifically designed to fill. Uh, In this episode, just so you know, we're going to be very not politically correct here. Um, But let's just very get this out of the way. God specifically designs men for fatherhood in the way he specifically designs women for motherhood. A man cannot be a mother. A woman cannot be a father. And our society has largely lost sight of these simple truths, and our children now suffer because of it. But make no mistake, these are truths, and they have their foundations in the way that God has created each of us. Scripture celebrates the value and the differences of men and women. It also provides for the roles within a family that men and women are designed to fulfill. I'm not going to go through all of those in this episode, but I do want to highlight one main role of the father within the family. A father, a husband, the man, is designed and called by God to be the head of his family, the spiritual authority, the representative of God's authority and headship within the family. Now, Some men run from this responsibility. Some men abuse it. But all men struggle with the weight of it. And in many cases, this weight is placed on the shoulders of the wife and the mother, and she has to struggle to fill a role she was never made to fill. Yet make no mistake, Scripture is clear that the weight of this role was designed for men, and men were uniquely designed by God to be able to do it. It is from this context that Joshua spoke the declaration we're going to read in this episode. 
As we read this declaration, I want to share with you three different roles that Joshua held that allowed him to speak with authority. Each of these three roles represented three areas that the fathers listening to this episode need to speak with authority to. These three areas represent three different audiences that this declaration is directed towards. And my hope is that when you finish this episode, you will do so empowered to take and use the authority that has been granted to you by God as his representative and spiritual covering over your family. Now, single moms, this is for you too. And my hope is that you'll be filled with a boldness to speak out from your place of authority to yourself, to your family, and to your culture. And when you do that, you partner with God in leading, protecting, and equipping your family to move into the destiny God has called them to. Joshua 24, 15, it says this, But if it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, which is beyond the Euphrates River, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you were living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, this, uh, this, this declaration that we're looking at in this episode shows Joshua speaking authoritatively. And he is declaring something that each of us can learn from, but particularly for the fathers and the husbands listening to this message, this will have extra meaning. He speaks to three different audiences from a place of spiritual authority. Now, why is authority important? Well, I want to give you a few versions of a scenario to illustrate. Imagine for a moment that you're at home with your family one night when a stranger knocks on your door and he begins demanding that you let him in so he can look around your house. This person has no authority. You can tell him he can't come in. Why? Because you have authority over your house. They don't. You can tell them not to come in. You can tell this person, don't come in. And if if he does, he's now breaking the law because you have the authority in this scenario. Now, same situation, but this time it's a policeman knocking at your door and he demands to come in so he can search your home. The policeman has authority and you might let him in or you might not let him in. It's actually still up to you because you have a higher authority than the policeman does when it comes to your house. As the higher authority, you can tell him to leave your property until he comes back with more authority than you have. Last scenario. This time it's that same policeman and when you open the door, he tells you he has a search warrant for your house. Now your authority is no longer the highest authority. You cannot legally stop him from entering to search your property. See, authority matters. When you pray over your family, it carries extra weight when you do so from a position of authority. When you do spiritual warfare, it carries extra weight when it comes from a position of authority. When Joshua spoke, he did so with authority in three areas. And we're going to address all three of these areas um, in, in a moment. But all three of them were addressed in what we just read. I want to look at all three of these areas now. The very first area that he, he addressed and he spoke to with authority was when he said, as for me, as for me, 
Joshua had spiritual authority over his own flesh, his own body, his own self. He spoke with authority over his own choices and priorities. This is actually one area that regardless of who you are, whether you're a mother or a father, uh, whether you are not married at all, whether you have no children or you have a lot of children, uh, regardless of what your status is, each of us as a Christian can do this. We have authority given to us by Christ. We have authority to speak out over our own selves. We have authority to declare to our flesh that it will submit. We have authority to speak life over our minds and our spirits. When you pray, you can speak this out to yourself. When you're tempted, you can speak this out to yourself. When you're struggling with doubt and despair, you can speak this out. Everyone else can do what they want, but as for me, I will serve the Lord. I can speak to my own flesh and I can say, yes, I've been hurt. Yes, I'm being tempted. Yes, I'm struggling in this moment, but I will serve the Lord in spite of it all. My God is all that I need. And even though I might be weak, I am deciding right now that it, when it comes time to make a choice, that choice is already made. I will serve the Lord. You have the authority in Christ. If you are a Christian, you have the authority in Christ to speak out over your flesh and command it to submit in the name of Jesus. What Joshua says is this, as for me, I will serve the Lord. That is a bold statement. It's made authoritatively from a place of authority because God had given him authority. Now, Christ hadn't come yet, but Joshua was still able to speak as a child of God authoritatively over his flesh. He was speaking out and saying, I am, I am commanding my flesh to submit. I am pre-deciding what my choices will be when the time comes. But he didn't stop there, right? So that's only the first category. It's only the first area. That's only the first audience. The, the second thing he says is, as for me, and then he says, and my house. Joshua not only had authority over his own self, but he had authority over his family as the head of his house. Now, how could he speak for his entire family like this? I mean, didn't his children have their own free will? Well, it's the same way that I, as a pastor, can speak for the direction of the church. I, I can simply say, our church is going to do this. Our church is, is going to have this type of culture. Our church is going to have this type of priorities. Our church is going to have this type of principles. In our church, here's what will be taught. In our church, here's what will be said and done. And I can say all of that as the pastor. Even though there are members within the church that have their own free will, I can speak as the head of the church, or not the head, I guess Jesus is the head, but as the shepherd of the church, as the leader of the church, as the spiritual covering that works under the authority of Christ, I can, I can speak those things. I can, I can give that direction. Now, you have your own free will as a member of a church, but your pastor has the capacity, has the authority to direct the church. Now, it, it would be the same as, as a, a captain of a ship, right? A, a captain of a ship can say this ship is going in this direction, even though people on that ship can still decide whether or not for themselves they want to jump overboard. Look, you, you can choose for yourselves if you want to go where we are going, right? I don't have authority over your free will. I have authority over the church as a body, as a whole. But I don't have authority over your own free will. I'm not going to make your own decisions for you. I do, however, have the authority to say where my church is going as a whole because I'm the pastor. 
That's the authority that Joshua was speaking from when he spoke of his family. Joshua was simply saying this, my family will be a family that chooses God. My kids might choose something different for themselves, but if they do, they will do so in opposition to what our family is choosing because as the spiritual authority, I am choosing our direction, right? Kind of like that captain saying, this ship is going north. Now, people can choose to abandon the ship, but if they do so, they end up overboard and the ship continues to move forward. As the head of your household, as the spiritual authority in your home, men, it is your job to point the ship towards Christ. It is your job to point your family towards God, to say what Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I can't control what decisions my son Asher is going to make later. I can't control if he decides to abandon ship, but I am pointing our ship toward God. And I'm sailing in that direction. I'm pointing our family to this. I, I can stand up as the authority in my home, as the head of my home. I can stand up and say this. I can say there are certain things that are not allowed in my home. We will not say these things in our house. In our house, here is what is a priority. We will do these things. We will not do these things. We will allow these types of shows in our house. We will not allow these types of shows or movies or music or books. We will allow these sorts of things. We will not allow these sorts of things. I can say that as the spiritual authority in my home and point towards God and say, this is the way our family will do things. If you're a father or if you're a single mom, you carry a spiritual authority to make this declaration for your family. There are certain things we don't allow in this house. There are certain attitudes we don't allow in this house. There are certain mindsets we don't allow in our family. There are certain values that will be asserted in our family. How can I say this? Because I have the authority to say it. As for me and as for my house, we will serve the Lord. So the first audience Joshua speaks to is himself. The second is his family. And the third is his culture. It's his society. When he says this, he says, you might find it disagreeable. Joshua stated this part first, but I'm putting it last because it actually requires the greatest level of authority. Joshua stated this as the leader of Israel. The final audience that Joshua speaks to is his society. It's his culture. It's the people it was to those on his political side and those opposed to his political side. Plainly, he stated, I cannot control what you choose for yourself, but you will not influence my wife, my children, or me. My family will not follow you. You have no place in influencing my family. You have no authority over my household. Fathers, you have the spiritual authority as the covering for your wife and your kids to stand in the gap between them and this world, to boldly speak against the devil and the wickedness of this world. And make no mistake, this world is full of wickedness. This world is full of evil. This world is full of, uh, uh, of horrible things, of sinful things. There is a very real enemy that is trying to hurt you and your wife and your children. And make no mistake, you are absolutely needed, fathers, to stand in the gap between them and the enemy that would seek to destroy them. This world is after your kids. 
This world is after your wife. Mothers, you have the same spiritual authority when it comes to your kids. To speak over them, to stand up for them, to speak against the devil for their sake. There is a hierarchy of authority and covering. The kids are covered by mom. They are submissive submissive to mom. Mom has authority over the kids. The mother has authority. And then over that, there is a covering, an umbrella, so to speak, where the father now covers both the mother and the children. And then over the father is Christ. That is the way that God designed the family to work. It's the way that the Bible describes the way a family should function and should, should, should behave. There's levels of authority there that we speak from and we come from. What does it mean, fathers, for you to be the covering over your family like that? Simply put, Christ said it is to represent him to your family, to treat them the way he treated the church. And do you know how he treated the church? He laid his life down for the church. He put himself on the line. He gave up his life to protect us. He gave up his life to save us. And fathers, what that means is this. It means that you get between your family and this world. You summon whatever courage and boldness that you can muster. And you boldly declare, devil, you will not have my family. Mothers, you're declaring, you will not have my kids. Husbands, you declare, you will not have my wife, devil. You will not speak death into her. You will not discourage her. You will not have my kids. You have no place in our home. And world, you might find it disagreeable. You might not like that I'm teaching my children that life begins at the moment of conception and God did not make a mistake when he, not a doctor, assigned them male or female at birth, at conception. You might not like that I'm teaching my children how God defines marriage as one man and one woman. You might not like that we refuse to celebrate sin. You might find it disagreeable. And if you do, then you can make your own choices. But we will not bow or cave to the pressure you are exerting on us. You have no authority over us. As the spiritual authority over my family, I am telling you, you will not get a foothold. Your influence will not make it in under my watch. Fathers, we need you. Your wife needs you. Your children need you. There is evil pounding on the door to your family right now. And it can only get in if you allow it. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. Stay alert. Stay vigilant. Fathers, I implore you to take your place as the spiritual authority of your homes. Women, if you're married to a godly man, he needs your help and your support. He needs your encouragement. He needs your prayers. He needs to know that you respect him. He needs to know that you support him and you are behind him and you are, are, are with him. And single moms, a lot of this message is, is applied to you as well. But this, this message, this episode, it's a Father's Day episode. And so I'm mainly speaking to the, to the men. But if you're a single mom, a lot of this applies to you too. But I want to finish by simply speaking to the fathers for a moment. Dad, you are more important to your family than you or they probably realize. There is a spiritual war 
that is raging around and against your family. And you are the one that God has given the authority to stand against it. You have a heavy burden to bear. I know. I'm a father too. You have a heavy burden to bear. It is overwhelming at times. It is crushing at times. The burden is heavy, but you were made to bear it. Don't force your wife or kids to carry it. They weren't made for it. Instead, pick your head up. Put your shoulders back. Summon all the strength and faith you have and declare over yourself and your family, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us at New Beginnings Family. We appreciate you listening and hope that the message was encouraging, inspiring, challenging, that ultimately it brings you closer to Jesus Christ. If you have any questions for us or would like to get a hold of us, you can reach out to us at www.nbfamily.net. Thank you so much. We love you. Have an amazing day. And thank you for all your support. We'll see you next time.